When Shamrock Rovers got one back, tears came to my eyes. And we went two and up, and I heard those thousands of Sligo people. I was proud, and we went out and won. Best town in the world. Best town in the world. Best town in the world. More drama here. Chilali. North. Elding. 3-2. They've been looking for Stenson's head away at the far post. And over it comes Elliot. Stenson. 1-1. One, one. It's brilliant. 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 Here comes Quigley. Hello, you're very welcome along to episode 57 of the Bitter Edge Supporters Trust podcast brought to you by the White Hag Brewing Company. Uh, we're two games down of our um, our three, well, what we thought should, would be three potentially winnable uh, games. Uh, we've obviously lost Shells 1-0. We've lost the Bulls last night uh, 1-0. We're recording this on Wednesday evening. And we are, uh, the third of our home games is this Saturday against UCD. Um, we have Jerry O'Connor with us this evening. Jerry, how are things? Yeah, not too bad. Jerry's been better. Sean, Don is with us. Sean, how are things? Yeah. Sean's been better. <laughs> I saw Sean Dunn briefly when I was walking out of the showgrounds last night and uh, he it was like he was chewing a wasp face on him. <laughs> Wasn't happy. So, from it. Um, yeah, look at, we have... Um, We've got your shouts in the shed end that we're going to get in as well. We're going to play them all together. Um, that they'll cover both games. Um, but we will. We have to start things off with, with uh, the Shelburne game. Um, Sean, you said to us before we started recording that you kind of felt that there, there was. Well, look at. It, I suppose the first thing that we need to say is that, like, I think it's probably okay for us as fans to uh, have expectations. Um, but do you think? That um, the team was was the team complacent. Look, we were definitely complacent. We were talking about nine points a couple of days ago. Um, was there complacency in the team, Sean? Do you think going into the Shells game? Uh, I think so. <laughs> uh, I'm not sure what to think on. I want to say something, but I don't want to say something either. <laughs> I want to tear into it. Fucking say it. Ah, say no, it no, 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 no. Uh, complacency on the things part, yeah. Yeah, big time. I think we walked in with an attitude into that game where we expected to walk in and just cruise through it and win 2 or 3 nil. I think fan, both fans and players, uh, we never started in the game at all, at any point. Throughout the whole game, we were, we were non-existent. We were absolutely diabolical to be honest with you I think I counted five passes was the most we strung together out during the game there was just nothing throughout the whole game there was nothing there was not one positive from that game yeah um, they were quite similar Jerry were the, the two games in, in how they played out uh, insofar as well I, I felt that we were presented with a challenge and um, we really struggled to um, you know, like you have to, I think you have to say fair play to Shells. They came with a very simple game plan and they nullified us. Um, I felt that that game plan really resolved, revolved around nullifying our two wingers. 
and we seem to be kind of snookered and we, we just failed to come up with a solution to try and deal with that and similarly Bowles came with a game plan and we just could, we didn't we played this we were playing the same game you know halfway through the first half that we were playing towards the end of the second half is that fair to say first thing is that's a very very long question <laughs> <laughs> secondly uh yeah shells look shells as you say let, let, let's let's start with that can we do we have to give shells credit for what they did yeah definitely i think look as you said they came with a game plan and they executed it 100 um you could see from the from the from the off that shells were up for it and uh, they're up for the battle and i don't think you could say the same about us um, was it complacency? Was it a case of maybe feeling a little bit sorry for ourselves because of the pitch? That was my overriding feeling from, from very early in the game. We just looked at enough for it and we just looked like we're feeling a little bit sorry for ourselves and the pitch is shit. And whereas Shell's approach the game, you know, win your battles and they've done it and they won the three points. Simple as that. Yeah. You know, that's football. No matter if you play on an ice rink or you play on a a sand picture, you play on a beach, whatever, doesn't matter. If you don't win your battles, yeah. you ain't winning the game. But I would say, I would say, right, play in fairness to, to our players, like so the Shells game, Shells had no intention of playing any football. That's fine. That's their prerogative, as they say. Um, there is an expectation that we are going to play football. Um, or is there an expectation that we're going to play football, Sean? Is that is that sh- should we have gone kind of toe-to-toe with Shells? Um I, I, and somebody, like a fellow in the stand said to me a couple of times, a fellow was sitting beside for a Shells game, we, we couldn't win a second ball to save our lives against Shells. No, yeah. And he's bang on, we didn't and couldn't. Um, yeah, there is an emphasis on us playing football. I think we're, we're down as so a... My, my, my point is, like, you know what people say, everyone says both teams have to play on the same pitch, but... Uh, it's it's kind of not like for like because we we do want to play football. Shell's no intention of playing football, so it's not kind of. But you have to adjust to the elements. You know, yeah. you have to play with, you have to play with what you have. And if it doesn't suit, you know, pinging the ball around the surface, well then you don't do that. Just was it a va- are we playing for vanity? We're playing. For you see, points. I'd agree with Jerry there as well. You do have to adjust the. Adjust to the way we're playing. Our this season so far, especially away from home, we have been a lot more on the ground and you know trying to move it quickly and and play through the play through the lines. But if you look at last season, the majority of our play was play around at the back and then hit diags. You know, either Bulger or Buckley would hit a diagonal ball like into wingers or try and hit the striker. Why can't we revert back to that? We actually tried to do it against Bowles when the pitch was actually better. We were constantly trying to hit it in behind. So shells, we should have tried and do try and play that way again instead of playing it along the ground in that pitch because it was never working for us. So I I don't know like the whole game anyway against shells tactically we were abs- we were a mess. So we were there was nothing to us, yeah. you know. And then and then like throughout the game, our only attack came on the left hand side. I think Trum McCourty does a brilliant trick on the left hand side and gets into the box and gets a cross gets a cross in so we obviously we had an outlet there on the wings which we didn't use we kept coming through the center and then we take off our width in the second half and go to a narrow diamond when they're playing a 3-5-2 and it's, everything's just congested it yeah. was just a shit show from start to finish I felt we were I felt towards the you know for the second half we kind of 
We did. In, I know I was saying, I've been saying that we, we struggled to come up with a kind of a, a new game plan uh, if we're faced with the challenges that we were faced against a team like Shells. But we did kind of revert to hoofing balls, long balls in on top of three centre halves that like it was just a complete waste of time. It was so frustrating to watch. And it was, you know, it was meat and drink to um, to the three centre halves that, that the Shells had in place. And I just, you know, then Shamey Kyo comes on and maybe he touches the ball two or three times for the, I don't know what time he came on it. Maybe he's on for 15 minutes. Um, but I think, I think because we didn't get a foothold in the game, the longer the game goes on, you, re, you resort to that. Um, and you have to win the right to get a foothold in the game. And we never done that. So then all of a sudden it is panic stations and going to different formations and trying pumping ball in. But like, why not start the game with even half the urgency that we ended the game with? Like, we just keep, you know, for time and time again, we keep doing the same thing, like rinse and repeat. Just keep doing it, keep doing it. And keep hoping that something's going to, we're going to fall upon a goal. And it was the same against Bowes. Um, you know, like, it's not to, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but we make substitutions in the 88 minute. We go three yeah. at the back. What's, what's the point of that? Well, you that's know, lunacy. But that, that, you know, like, there's, there's, there's um, a fine line between being patient and being, uh, being patient. And in fairness, look, we spoke about this with Lane Bucky. We have to be patient in everything that he does. But there's a fine line between being patient and being stubborn. Or patient and being hopeful, um, and not moving away from your principles. Like everybody could see. Look, in fairness, in the Bulls game, we did have two, probably two decent chances that should have been put away, but did weren't put away. And we're kind of hoping for another one to come up. But we need to be producing more than that, more than one, two, three chances throughout a game, um, to win a game. You know, and we're not doing that. And why is it taking? You just, you know, just as I said, there's a difference between being stubborn and being patient, and we're not reacting quick enough, I think, at times. And that, that's 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 on the pitch and off the pitch. Like, at the end of the day, when the manager puts 11 players out on the pitch, regardless of what formation you put out, you win your battle, you get a foothold in the game, you are a bit ruthless, and in fairness to Shells, and maybe to maybe a slightly lesser extent, Bo's done both. Look, if you, if you, at the moment, if you work harder against Liger Rovers, if you work harder against us, you will yeah. win the game. No matter about yeah. formations or anything like that. Yeah. If you work harder than Sligo Rovers, you will win that game. And Shells knew that, and Bowes knew that. Simple. Football and we, we cowered, especially in the Shells game, we cowered away in the oh, first few minutes. 100%. We cowered away know. from yeah. We're feeling sorry for ourselves. Oh, there's a bump on the pitch. Fuck that, get stuck in. Yeah. Make it a battle, because yeah. we're better footballers. Absolutely, they wouldn't they wouldn't lace their boots. So but they won the battle every time. Every did you say, Connor? It wasn't the second ball that we won in the two games. Yeah. Who were look? If they, these lads were Johan Cruyff and all these lads, they would be fucking played for us. You need to win your battle. You're down at a fucking low level of football. Get stuck in. <laughs> well, you are. <laughs> Stop yeah. fanning about. Yeah. Yeah. Look, I, I think you're right. I think um, Damien Duff tested us, and um, for Bowles, it was it was kind of easy enough. It, like I said, the team talk uh, before the game was handy enough um, for Bohemians before that game. After what they saw, you know, and I think I think that's the kind of the nail in the head. Really, it's perfect it's game for Kate Long, who's under pressure. Yeah, 
Yeah. If I was a team, if I was an opposition team, the the team that I would want to play at the moment is Sligo Rovers. On a Monday, a Tuesday, a Wednesday, a Thursday, a Friday, a Saturday, and a Sunday. Every bloody day. I want to play Sligo Rovers. Give me them. I want to play them. Because I know if I put in a shift and, I, and I'm up first, we'll beat them. It doesn't matter how good they are or how good they think they are. But if you're not there to win your battle, good luck. Forget about it. Go back and play in the junior leagues. <coughs> we won't win a game there either. Yeah. Yeah. It's... It's a good, look, the Shells game, especially, that's one of the most frustrating ones for me anyway, between the two of them, because it just, everything, there was the lack of intensity, the lack of fucking, as Jerry's already pointed out a hundred times there, and he's right, the, the lack of fight, it, it was sickening to watch, so it was, it's one game, I don't want to be over the top about it, like, but it's just, you go from so good to so bad, so quickly. It's just that I, I can't get that into my head at all. It doesn't make any sense. Fair enough, we, we had two weeks off, but so did every other team. You know, it's not an excuse. You know, well, it's, Shams played a friendly. Yeah, we didn't play a friendly. You see, we did, you know, which is... You can't it. turn it off and on either, like, you know what I mean? It doesn't happen like that. You need to be fucking tipping along. Yeah. Momentum. Momentum, absolutely. Uh, the other major thing that happened, obviously... Um, against Shells was we lost our, our main man um, with uh, a calf injury, uh, Aidan Keener that is. Um, did he go off in the, did he go off half through the first half? Minute before half saying that? Yeah. Um, so he's been so, he's been so talismanic in the last couple of games uh, and again, you know, we as supporters kind of hitched our or wagging on to him as well, uh, and uh, there's, there. I mean, there's. He said he said he has set a very high standard for uh, the other lads to try and uh, maintain. So, but look at he's 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 a massive loss, and um, those two games may have been very different had he been on the pitch for uh, for the the full game against Shells and the Bulls game. Go on, Jerry. Well, I think. He has been a lot, not even just his goal scoring, but also his work rate from the front. Yeah. You know, he's on the front foot. He's running channels. Up. He's defending from the front. And, you know, yeah. did we do that last? We didn't defend anywhere, never mind from the front last two games. Yeah. So I think not only his goal, his goal scoring, but his work rate as well. And he has a bit about him. He has a bit of a streak in him. He's a bit of a... a C-U-N-T. He's got, he, like, you, like you open up the podcast saying people need to get stuck in and he's been stuck in since the first competitive game that we've played this Not season. Shy. Yeah. yeah. And, and the other thing about it as well, Connor, is that, look, we load the players and we were saying, I was saying these fellas were going to cost us a fortune in cigars. Well, send the fucking cigars back to Cuba. <laughs> Cuba. Because, I don't know, maybe them smoking cigars last two fucking weeks. Well, I don't know. They want to... Anyways. Um... What, what do we know about um, the knock that he's taken? Uh, ankle or I think it is calf, isn't it? Yeah, it's hard to know. It's hard to know what to make of it because you know we've seen it so many times in the past as well. With you know under Buckley with injuries, you hear someone oh they should be back next week and they're still not back four or five weeks down the road. You know, like I yeah. was there was talk. Um, Kano has been assessed for bows. So he's getting a late fitness test. But, I don't know how true that is. 
it was down it was down in the report like in the pre-match report yeah look and I think um, I think with Bulger over the last number of weeks after he took the knock against Derry we probably all um, it was you know he took the, he took the bang in the leg that he's he got uh, that he broke previously so I suppose we all knew that that was we were going to be there's going to be precautions around him coming back which is fine but I don't I mean look and I don't think it's not Liam Buckley's fault if if he's it's, I suppose it's difficult to call when, when a player may, may or may not come back but is it a calf or is it an ankle that's that's what I'm asking calf do we know calf definitely right calf. okay so, so muscular so probably because he, he went down to, to, with no one around him yeah yeah, so um, you know, worst case scenario, maybe five weeks. Best case scenario, maybe three weeks. I think he's walking who's free got, enough. I, I'd say I'd say it'll be two or three weeks tops. So yeah. that's from the injury itself as well, like not. But I'm, pres- I'm presuming it's. I'm presuming if he's gone down with no one around, with no one, no one around him, it's a bit of a tear, a little tear somewhere. He's felt it. And he's he knows that's a tear, yeah. and I. He's gone straight off not, as well. Like he's gone off in the yeah. forty-fourth minute. It's not like I uh, hear. Look, I'll play on for another minute or two and get in at half time. He obviously knows himself. Yeah, and, and he took the decision. I I need to come off. So you're kind of hoping that he hasn't done any extra damage than other than a small tear. Yeah. Um, any of the before we get into our shouts in the shed, and any of the shells players stand out for you? No. <laughs> no. Actually, you know a what? Lot, I, a, I, lot, I, a lot. A lot. A lot. Go on. Um, credit where it's due. Uh, Brendan Clark. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thought he. What was, did he, What did he do? Just commanded his area really well. I think he. Yeah. Just good experience and probably yeah. just good talking and just solid kind of. Um. Yeah, made a good save uh, in the second half as well. Who was that from? Um, I forget exactly. It was a collie. I'm not sure. I forget exactly who it was. Oh, I remember now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and the penalty was uh, that's two very soft penalties were given away this year. Two that's very, just, very uh, soft penalties. Such a stupid tackle. Such a stupid, stupid tackle. Now I didn't uh, see it completely. He came across the back of. He just kind of came across the back of me when he was in full. He was in full stride. Yeah, pure attacker's tackle. But ha- having said that, like you know, wh- what I'll say is, look, I know I'm giving a bit of stick here tonight, but having said that, you know, through social media, being at the games, talking to people, like not one fan is really blaming anybody for any mistakes. You know, no problem with mistakes. Um, yeah. Uh, do you know what I mean? And I think we can all. I know. Look, at, and, and, and I'm talking about Adam McDonald's, the penalty that he gave away against Shams. Yeah. Like they were under a lot of pressure. It was whatever it was. It was, it was the end of the game. He was tired. Um, yeah. They're just I silly cannot, fouls. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Silly but, fouls. But no fans are, there's no fans in the, in the ground roaring and shouting at players like that because they've made a mistake or you know, giving abuse. There's none of that at all. There's none of that on social media. Look, as fans, we understand there's going to be mistakes. Yeah. And, you know, we'll back the players all the time. Like, I'd rather see a fella making a mistake than not making an attempt, right? You know, th- these things happen yeah. in football. It's not, a, it's not a huge deal, right? We'll get over it. But also, having said that, like, you have to give Buckley credit as well. Um, Like, if you go back to the, the Shamrock Rovers game, um. Your man, the lad on the left, the left wing back, brilliant player. Um, oh, he gave the gave the ball away. Cotter, Cotter, Cotter. 
Yeah. I wouldn't say he's brilliant now, but anyway. I think he, I really, really like him. I really like him. But he made a mistake, right? Buckley or yeah. Bradley had him off at half time. Right? Yeah, yeah. Has he played since? Whereas our lads make a mistake. There's patience in the crowd. There's patience from the, the bench. They've been allowed to make mistakes. But having said that, if you make a mistake one week, you need to make up for it the next week. You need to put in a shift. So if it's me and I give away a goal or I give away a penalty, well, I'm going to the pitch. I'm going to make it up. I'm going to make it up to myself. I'm going to make it up to my teammates. I'm going to put in an absolute unbelievable shift. And then it just doesn't happen. I don't know what's going on over the last two games. But, you know, I think the fairness, the, the, the fans are doing their bit. The manager's doing his bit. Nobody's giving out or crying about mistakes. No problem whatsoever. But what will make up for it the next day? Because we're like, oh, or fuck off and play for chance. Make a mistake there. You won't get back on the pitch for a month. So suck it up and get on with it, lads. Come on. Yeah. We're all behind you, but you need to you need to go toe to toe and win the battles. It's disappointing. Yeah. You shouldn't be losing to those games. You shouldn't be losing to those teams at home. Not at all. Fucking Shelburne. Yeah. You know, at the end of the day, no, but like at the end of the day, right? We've listened before the break. There was no more than Kane of it on our own podcast. Buckley was on uh, Alan Cawley's podcast and talking to players in general. They're all mad to win something. If you're, if you're going to go and win something, you know, you got to be beating the likes of shells and bows at home. So you have to be up for the fight every game. There's no off days. This league doesn't have look at look at for instance, all right, before the before we play Bows last night. Okay. Bows are actually if if Harps win on Monday night, Bows go into the bottom two. After after last night, Bows are now two points behind us. That's how tight this league is. There's no you can't yeah. have an off night. You yeah. have to be on it every night. It's too tight yeah. a league. And you have to be getting your points at home. We already done massive work by getting, by winning away at Pats, drawing away at Derry, drawing away at Shams, and then you kind of undo that work by fucking losing two stupid games at home. Needlessly, shouldn't we dropping points in these games? I felt for shells, far too many changes in the back line. I think the team cohesion goes that window straight away there. I think, look, we've had a two week break. You could leave the back four the way it is with Blaney coming in at centre half for Pinacker. Just leave it a little bit settled where it was Kirk and Banks at full backs in the Shams game. Just leave it just for one game instead of having to mix it all up again with, with McCourt and Horgan coming in along with Blaney as well. Good, but just on that there, Sean, uh, 100% agree with you. Like, there's no, there's no, you can't have an off night. You, you, you need to, need to realise that and realise it quickly. Like, if you were to take the, there's only ten teams in our division, right? So, you've taken the best team, team, the best, the best ten teams in Ireland, and you put them in a division together. So you might have won two teams that will break away from the rest. You might have won two teams that might break away at the bottom, right? But outside the top two and outside the bottom two, everybody, everybody else is going to be more or less the same. Mm. Games hinge on. A mistake or um that maybe one percent uh intensity that you're missing usually the one percent intensity that's missing that's how you win or lose that's how how close it is if you go to macedonia or you go to azerbaijan or timbok two and you take the te- 10 best teams in timbok two it's going to be the exact same in timbok two 
than it is in Ireland or any other country. You're going to have top two, bottom two. Everybody else in the same is going to be this is going to be in and around. And it's that two two one percent. What are you saying, Connor? The Timbuktu two. The Timbuktu top two. Timbuk, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? It's that intensity. Point, point taken, yeah. That little bit of... Yeah. You know, you're not going to get away with it. Yeah. Um, okay, so like we'll talk about um, we'll talk about UCD after this. We'll uh, get your shout from the shed and in. Uh, you can get them in and away at 5815 We've got Aaron from Roscom. We've got... Sean from America, you can get them in uh, via email, podcast at B-O-R-S-T dot I-E, but to get things going here's Sean from America Once again our poor decision making and sloppy passing and play, general around play was, cost us the game it was completely awful they didn't really offer much but neither did we and they completely dominated us from start to finish. Um, everyone looked like they were still on an international break. So uh, I don't know what's going on, but uh, I mean, I did a poor job. And just everything all around was. Another, we conceded another sloppy penalty, which cost us the game, and it was completely avoidable, just like uh, down in when we played champs. Also, I don't, I, honestly, I don't know what's worse, that the performance or the fact that Aiden Keen is now injured, so he's going to be out for a little while, I'm guessing. And, uh, now we've got two more home games. Everybody's going on about how bad the pitch is, but I'd say both teams got to play on it, and we played on it more than anybody else, so they should be used to it. But honestly, the the passing they've been doing wherever in the last. Well, lads, Dave McGee, Kalani here. My show from Shed End about shells and balls. Not much to say really to be honest about both other than that both performances were terrible. Relying on too much from a diagonal ball from both centre halves. No creativity in midfield. Ball's moving far too slow and it's way too sloppy. No Liam Buckley likes to hold off and not make changes to late in the game to see how it develops, but you know, after shells needed to make earlier changes on uh, a Tuesday night there against Bowles three minutes you're chasing a game and Jordan Hamilton comes off the bench. I don't know, don't know what else to say about it to be honest. It's a lot of disgruntled fans in the, in the stadium and rightly so. You know, they really want to up us against UCD on Saturday night. Nine points there definitely for up for grabs. I think we learned from the Shells uh, from the Shells game. But no, we just got worse and worse and worse. I'd like to say I'm looking forward to UCD on Saturday, but I'm not, I'm not even mad anymore. Just fucking disappointed. Well, lads, Aaron from Roscommon here, just in from the game from Sligo against Bowes. Um, just pathetic, really. Um, just no plan B, no subs. At the end of the day, lads, 
rest with the manager. It's the exact same thing we're seeing as last season. No substitutions. Why? He brings on Kirk and James Kyo with 10, 11 minutes to go. And then he throws on Jordan Hamilton with 3 minutes to go. Absolute joke. No plan B either. Just constantly just hitting long balls over the top and then just long balls out to the wings. That's it. Nothing else. Midfield very poor. Top Craig Bulger is way off at tonight. The rest of them, apart from maybe Adam McDonald, I just don't think anyone else is really putting in a shift. I mean, they're two weeks off of an international break, you know, and they just don't seem the players to be looked fit. At the end of the day, serious questions need to be asked. Same thing as last season, this is a full-time team, and yet we have those who are part-time, by the way, not really struggling at all in the game. We should be blowing teams like those that are part-time away in the last 20 minutes because we should be fitter. We should be as a full-time team. Just basically not good enough, lads. You know, tonight was the night. Fair enough, I wasn't at the Shells game because it was in Portugal. Um, but watch because I was heard it was poor anyways. But look, you can have an off night, freak result, etc. where you lose a game. But tonight was the night to prove that we had progressed from last season and that we can show a bit of consistency, but we haven't. Again, once again, we're losing games that we shouldn't be. And we go, we went from, what, a potential nine points with most Rover fans expecting at least seven out of the nine with playing below average teams and that were way below us on the table to what, now three. Just not good enough. And if anything, it wouldn't surprise me if UCD come the showgrounds on Saturday and that result the way we're playing. Serious questions need to be asked between the players and the manager because it's just not good enough. That's your shouts to the shout end. As I said, you can get them in on 085-815-9767 after the UCD game. Get your phone out, bang the number in, give us a short voice note on your thoughts uh, following another difficult game against UCD. <laughs> uh, uh, Going to be pessimistic from now on. It's, it's just easier, isn't it? Um, Sean from America there saying he felt like uh, the lads were still on the international break it did have kind of a did have a feel about it that they were just obviously we've been over it they were just weren't at it and um, yeah the intensity look at it, I think we all agree that we were on the same kind of we're on the same wavelength they just weren't at the intensity wasn't there for um, for the for the for the Shells game and, and Sean's shout is in relation to the Shelburne game so uh, is it is it, is it good now that we have another uh, team that we would view as, uh, you know, not as good as, as us? Uh, as we've, kind of got a, we've got a third uh, strike at the... Uh, we've got a third strike coming up here now. And we, like, we, everybody knows what they need to do to, to, to improve things. Is that, is that fair to say, Jerry? We know we know what needs to happen, and we have an opportunity now against one of the quote-unquote lesser teams in the league to get this right. And we're not saying this is going to be an easy game in any way whatsoever. But you know, yeah. we, Look, we've got up. We've just got up our game. Yes, yeah, it's, it's not rocket science. Like, um, we just need to do all the things that we said there previously. Like, um, UCD are a nice team. Um, and if you wanted a team, the Mordner says, I said to you earlier on, if I was the manager, I'd be looking to play us. 
but at the same time, if his manager or Rovers, I'd be looking to play UCD uh, to give us that opportunity. Whether we take the opportunity or not, well, look, that's up to the players. If if it's a case of where we don't take the opportunity, you'd be very, very concerned. Um, look, we started off like a house on fire in fairness in the league. Last two, last two games after the break, we've gone pear-shaped. Something, you know, is there something there? I don't know. Um, but should be well out of our system now, whatever it was or whatever it is. Uh, they're playing against a team you'd want to be playing against. It's in the player's court. Like, you want to be a footballer, you don't. So, Jesus, no better opportunity than Saturday. Um, what will Liam Buckley be saying to, to the team ahead of the UCD game, Sean? Uh, we know Liam won't panic anyway, far from it. He'll just be rewritten what he's already been saying this so far this season. Liam won't take those t- defeats too too harshly. He's he's around the game long enough. Um, he's seen bigger blips last season and got through them all right. Uh, he'll just be telling the players to keep doing what they were doing beforehand. You know, Liam sticks by his guns. He won't be panicking. I don't think fans... Well, there's a couple of lunatics panicking. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But you won't worry about that. Uh, Look, we'll, we'll be all right. I know we'll be all right. We'll be fine. It's just two losses where we I think the egos are hurt to weave it because even ourselves on here, we're giving it the big one. Well, I was yeah. anyway, yeah. saying that we're walking out with nine points from these three games. But I definitely do think we will right our wrongs on Saturday night. I think you will see a different side come out um, in terms of mentality. I don't, I, because I, it won't sit well with these players. It definitely won't sit well. And I think the reaction that they'll have seen from the fans online and stuff like that, I hope to God that'll annoy them. Yeah, and like going back to the Bulls game, look, I'm not saying that the the attitude wasn't 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 great. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying to you is that that one percent, mm-hmm. it's such a fine margin. If you're short one percent, you're not gonna win. Do you know what I mean? So that's 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 the difference. Um, Even for the goal against Bowes, Jerry, you know, I'll just stop a throw in from down in the far end of the pitch. Yeah, like it should never happen. And granted, Amateri was he was brilliant. Mm, he even yeah, gave, he, he, he tossed Pinak <laughs> around the place, you know, and yeah. that's that's not an easy task. You know, he he was he was unplayable last night, so he was he was excellent. But even at that, be smart, just foul him. Yeah. Yeah. You know, if you have to be really dirty about it, take a yellow card, but just foul him. If yeah, you know, started five yards from their end line, yeah, in the corner, yeah, yeah, like you know, yeah. that shouldn't be happening. And that, there was just little bits of pieces like that throughout the two games. I did think we were slightly better against Bulls, mm-hmm. but it was, it was just that little bit of application for me throughout the whole, mm. uh, throughout the whole two games that really pissed me off, but. I, I genuinely do think we right the wrong on Saturday. Go on, Joy. And I, I know, I know we shouldn't be worrying about other teams or anything like that. We should be worrying about ourselves. But on, on, on Omicherry's form, I'd be hoping that he'd be gone in July, to be honest with you, and take mm-hmm. him out of that team. Yeah, they're know. done. They're done. Yeah, but Liam, Liam Burt, I thought it was an excellent game as well. Ah, yeah. He's, he excellent. he's an excellent player. Yeah. Excellent footballer. He, he, was he, was he was everything. Himself and Omicherry were everything that we needed to be last night yeah. well I thought I think that's actually you know what Sean or Jerry I think I think you, that's that's a good point I think Liam Burt played football that was on a different level uh, compared to everybody else in the pitch last night that's, and he, and he was playing on the same pitch as everybody else last night yeah Do you like, know what I mean? that, 
that trick he does on Banks, that's oh, unbelievable. That's oh, we were right in front of it. it yeah. Was, yeah. Unnatural. He was brilliant. He deserved his goal as well, even though it gets a shitty deflection. Yeah, I was going to say, you got a bit but of luck. Yeah, takes a, takes a deflection. Yeah. But, you know, he did deserve his goal really and truly. But, you know, even in that, like before half time, you have the matter chance. Like that's it's a great save from Talbot, but I do think Mata has another touch in him or a little yeah. bit more power. And I was I was thinking that at the time, and I think, you know, with that shot, look, he definitely had at least another touch to bring it in further in. But I think maybe he's thinking, right, well, I hit it early and try and catch the keeper. Yeah. But that you know, I think he should have taken a touch further in and, and then got the shot off. Uh, I know sometimes it's good to, as a striker to get your shot off early good and try save. and catch the keeper. But you're not going to catch him early. You know, 23, 24 yards out. Yeah, it is. It's very hard unless there's exceptional it, power this, behind it. Hold on. Is this the, the effort in the first or the second half? First, first. half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a decent save as well, but Talbot in first time. You'd expect him to save it though. You shouldn't be giving him the chance to expect him to save it. It's if a that touch further on brings it in. If he makes a save, then well, then it's a fabulous save. But from 23, 24 yards, you're, you're expecting Talbot to, to save. And one thing on Talbot. I thought, look, I wasn't impressed by their back four, and I definitely wasn't impressed by him. And I think, look, we didn't give Talbot enough to do throughout the game, and Bowles probably give uh, McGinty more to do than than him. Yeah. But what Stephen Kenny, what, how has he got his head up his arse thinking that Talbot is a better keeper than McGinty? And I showed it there yeah. last night. His kicking was shit. His positioning wasn't great. You see the, the time from the corner as well. Where the fuck was he going? Yeah. He looked like you wouldn't see his in under eleven football out in the schoolyard even. Oh, he's lost. He's completely lost, and yeah. and he gets into Ireland squad and begins he doesn't. Now, if that's mm. not a picking up pure convenience, I don't know what is. And that's wrong. Just well, on, the convenience, just because just because he picked them before, he's been in there before. You know, just um, matter as well. Before we come off him altogether, uh, I thought he was very isolated last night. I thought it was very unfair the shifty to put in last night. You know, the boys cut. They never got close to him. Both yeah. wingers were, they were non-existent throughout the whole game. There was two massive yeah. balls played into him, Sean. Two massive balls. Kicked about 40 yards in the air and he absolutely plucked him out of the sky. Yeah. So oh, the, that touch in the first half, Jerry, yeah. that's unnatural. Yeah. Unnatural. Yeah. But when you see it though, when he makes that touch, there's no one around him. No. He has to take another touch again and wait and he's waiting where their people should be flooding in and that's, What's annoying is that's what we've been doing this season. We've actually been there. We've already highlighted yeah. on the pod where if the where if, if it was Kena and even when it was Hamilton as the number nine and Max Matter playing in the same against Drada. Draw Drada game. We were there in yeah. numbers. We were swarming in around them. Yeah. And it was easy. So if you got your first touch, if your first touch was decent, there was someone there beside you to lay it off. Whereas yeah. last night we were back, we were fucking way away. And yeah. there was no yeah. one in around them. Yeah, and if you were to sit down and look at, say, when the team sheet was put up, right? And look, I I know fuck all about football, but anyways, right? Well, I seen their team sheet, right? Where straight away, where's their weak link? The back four and the keeper. And we mm. never got at them. Mm. Yeah, we we done yeah. what we wanted. What they wanted us to do was lump balls in, and they can hide. Yeah. Whereas whereas you've always seen what balls back four for the last couple of years. If you play through them, they're in trouble. Yeah. If you get yeah. them turned, they're fucked. And we've done it before. Yeah. So look at 
Adam McDonald's out for ourselves on Twitter. We need to win the midfield battle if you've any chance of winning these games. And we failed twice in the last two games. And that's not having a go at Adam McDonald or anything there. Um, but we definitely, them, there needs to be more cohesion between midfield as a link between the defence and midfield. And I think that's been lacking, like, you know, a lot of balls been sailing over their head. So what are we going to see on Saturday night? Uh, like we've seen a lot of players over the last two games. Um We've seen different fullbacks. We've seen different centre halves. We've seen, you know, the, the squad has been uh, has been fully exercised over the last number of games. So what? What? what I mean, I'm, Sean, you had said it. Unnecessary changes going into the the shells game. Um, so what? What do we think is going to happen from a, a starting eleven point of view? How do you see I think the back four will stay pretty much the same. I think you'll see much the same thing. I bring Hamilton into the side. If no, I definitely have him in the team. I would imagine Bulger will start again in midfield. I'd say McDonald could come out. He looked a wee bit tired. Um, he could come out. I'd give Mark Byrne a go. I'd take out O'Sullivan. And I'd mm-hmm. put Fitzgerald on the right and I'd play Mark Byrne on the left. And it'll be mad off top again. because Obviously, I don't think Keane will make the game again. Yeah. So yeah. that's kind of what I'd be looking at. Yeah. And uh, an extra 1%, Jerry. Yeah. Fine lines, isn't it? That's football. Yeah. Um, but I, I go along with pretty much what Sean is saying there. Um, look, I don't think there'll be wholesale changes or anything like that, but, you know, it's an opportunity to, you're at home, you're playing the bottom of the league team. If, you know, you need to go for it. You need to have, you know, Hamilton and Mata on the pitch. Simple as that. Um, and get the, get look. The thing about this league is first goal wins. That's it. By and large. <laughs> yeah. If you yeah. if they score first, you're making it extremely, extremely difficult for yourself against any team, UCD included. First goal wins. We used to play that 40 years ago in the street. <laughs> and that's what the League of Ireland is. First goal wins. You're looking forward to are you looking forward to seeing um, Kerrigan back in the showgrounds? A lot no. of talk about him. No. Why would he? He's the opposition. <laughs> I know, he's a good player. He's a good player. I'd love to see him come back here Sunday. Um, and he's probably something that we wouldn't... It's the type of player that we could do with. Um, yeah. Lovely. Attacking. Yeah, really direct. Aggressive. Yeah. You know, able to beat his man, get a ball in. Can play inside or outside, you know. Very, very More good. talk about him recently than there is about Colin Whelan, who was the big yeah, shiner light in UCD. Quite, yeah. yeah. Um, I haven't seen Kerrigan play in a long time, but yeah. um he allegedly he's filled out. He's um he's, he's the star of the show this season anyway. Yeah, I remember he, I remember yeah. I remember him making his debut for Rovers away to Bowes and Daily Mount, and his mother and father were standing in front of us. And uh yeah, he had a, he had a great game that day. That's no, there's no unbelievable story behind it, but I just remembered that stuff. <laughs> Memory. Nice, Terry. That's nice. Yeah. Nice one. <laughs> yeah. Look, at I hope he, as long as he doesn't go ripping it up now and uh, on Saturday, yeah. uh, you know. Um... Look, make no mistake about it. He'll be coming down here to prove a point. Of course he will, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah, this be one of biggest, his, there as what, well in what, the middle of the park. It's one, it'll be one of their biggest games of the seasons. Mm. One of their biggest games of the season, even. Yeah. Right, lads, will we uh, draw a line in this? Oh, just to say, I haven't mentioned it, right, uh, some housekeeping in relation to our uh, White Hag. So we had a winner from the Harps game who was uh, Damien Gannon. Mm-hmm. 
fair play to you, Damien. Uh, we had no winner for the Shells game. 60-something uh, entries. Nobody predicted, uh, nobody predicted the, the scoreline. Uh, we had Jack, at Jack Bowes, who uh, got in on a bit of the action. Uh, Bohemian fan. Ooh, Jack, you bollocks. Uh, so we're the points and the cans are going to uh, are going to Dublin, but we also had because we didn't give away a case uh, for the Finnharts game. Uh, Dylan Cairns is also a winner for the Bulls game on on Facebook. Is that right, Jerry? Yeah? Mm, he's a bigger uh, boo for him. He's yeah, absolutely. Forever. Whatever about Jack at Jack yeah. Bulls. That's 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 grand. You can live with that. Yeah. But you, Dylan, you little shit. <laughs> <laughs> You want to have a look at yourself, young man. And have a good hard long when you're drinking those cans. Sit, do it in front of a mirror. <laughs> what about? I thought there was two uh, winners for Finn Harps, uh, Connor. No, Malachi, uh, Malachi McGowan won. Oh, good man, Jerry Malachi McGowan. I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, I don't want to be speaking out of school now, but yeah, that's probably sounds about right. Sorry, I'm a bit behind me, uh, administration work, but I think you're right. right. Yeah. Um, okay. So, right, we're all, we're all a little bit downhearted. Yeah. Uh, so here's to getting things back on track. As Liam Buckley would say, you know, you know, we, we won't, we won't throw, throw the baby out with the bat water, you know, you know. Et cetera, et cetera. Over. Yeah. <laughs> Fill in the Liam Buckley quote here, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Does he say that? Yeah. And that, and that sort of thing as well, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. From right. Huh? From our point of view. <laughs> <laughs> yeah right uh, Sean thanks a million cheers lads well, well okay, before we go um, do we do, do we have to get three points or we just do we need a better performance oh no 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 must win must win must win Jerry you're nodding your head yeah yeah if, they, if, they, if it's an apps huh I'm headbanging I'm not even nodding <laughs> of course we need to get three points no, yeah. just, no, you can't you can't draw points against UCD at all. Yeah. Can't. If you have any aspirations, if if you're dropping points to UCD at home, ah. yourself, uh, strap yourself in for a relegation battle. That's what you'll be looking <laughs> at. Good luck to that. Yeah. Uh, no, 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 in all seriousness, no, if you have any aspirations, we'll, we'll have nowhere to go next right. week. If, if we're beaten, we've got nowhere to go next week. We'll, I think we might have to end the podcast. There'll be, there'll be no podcast next week. No. <laughs> we can lose to anybody, but you can't lose three games in a row. And you definitely can't lose at home to UCD with the resources that's put into that team. It would be an absolute a disgrace. Shit show. Yeah. It'd be like the time, and now, fellas that are listening to this, I remember before I was told when we lost to Longford Town away in the Cup in the, the 70s when they were an on-league team. Yeah. And uh, that was shock. And they actually wrecked the town. So, <laughs> so, I've been... I'd be down with a baseball bat down to the showgrounds and one Jerry's up in the, the district court for uh, <laughs> baiting the shine out of the gates in the showgrounds. The little uh, transformer box the outside the showgrounds. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> right, on that note, Jerry, we're, we're winning Saturday. We're winning Saturday. We're winning Saturday. We're winning. 100%. Or, else or else somebody's getting it. Thanks. Right, Sean. Thank you. Hello darkness, my old friend I've come to talk with you again 
When Sean McGrover's got one back, tears came to my eyes. When we went two went up and I heard those thousands of Sligo people, I was proud and we went out and won.